Welcome, friends and fiends. This is your host, film critic and comedian, Nate Wyckoff. And I'm here to tell you about an exciting giveaway that Warner Brothers Discovery and Colton Classic Films LLC has put together to build your 4K Ultra HD film collection on digital. We are giving away four codes which contain digital 4K Ultra HD versions of Rebel Without a Cause, Maltese Falcon, and Cool Hand Luke. These are films that you absolutely must know as a film buff. You can get this code by being one of the lucky four people we pull from our newsletter list. So go to coltonclassicfilms.com slash newsletter and give us your email and your name and we'll sign you up for the newsletter and we will enter you in the competition. That's all you got to do. So please go ahead and do that. The contest ends on April 30th and we will send out the winning codes on May 1st. Thank you so much for being a listener. And here's your episode of Colton Classic Films Podcast. Welcome to Colton Classic. <laughs> Welcome, friends and fiends, to a brand new episode of Colton Classic Podcast. This is the podcast where we bring you two thematically linked films, one mainstream and one cult, and talk about them both, uh, except when we break that. Uh, tradition and do something a little different like I'm going to do today. Today, I'm, of course, your host, Nate Wyckoff, film critic and comedian. And uh, instead of our normal panel discussions, I actually was lucky enough to get two uh, pre-release copies of Unearthed Films releases that uh, recently released. And uh, I'm here to tell you about them both, why you should watch them, what they're about, and all that jazz. And uh, I have to say, I am so happy to be uh working with unearthed films because they really do release some movies that you just you will not experience others like them uh and and the two the two films that they gave me uh that have been released recently this last august you can pick them up from unearthed films on uh dvd or blu-ray are really something else Uh, i don't know how to prepare you as a viewer for them so we're just gonna dive right in so first up is another in the unearthed classics lines last time we talked about uh, tokyo decadence which in my opinion is a masterpiece of, of japanese film and one of the few films to really tackle sort of uh sex work from a, a literary angle, I would say, uh, in cinema. It's not just exploitative. This one is similar and different. It is not about sex work. Um, it is about serial killer. And it is not as, when I use the term literary, uh, I'm meaning it in the way where I would say it's not going to be the kind of film where you have a great deal of analysis of the plot um it it doesn't make you think in that way uh tokyo decadence does that it is and it is directed by a famed novelist so this movie dr lamb is much more of a police serial killer thriller kind of film although you really don't have a lot of tension of the thriller in that the serial killer is caught uh in the beginning of the film and it is the sort of flashbacks and journey of 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 his crimes that the the police are dragging out of him in order to to get him uh, 
the convicted uh, and and presumably the death penalty. Now, Dr. Lam is a famous Category 3 film from Hong Kong. If you don't know what Category 3 is, uh, Hong Kong doesn't really have uh, X-rated films. They they have uh, the, the most extreme category, which is Category 3. doesn't mean like anywhere else uh, where film is restricted. It doesn't mean that they don't make those films. It just means that they're not really openly sold in the country they they're for export or underground etc this film is a category three film it does not have what we would think of as hardcore x-rated material but that doesn't mean that it's not pretty twisted um it's actually much more just violent and disturbing in many ways than we would get in an american uh, theater release film that said it is not a sexploitation film in the classic uh, 70s American sense where you would, or, or European sense where you would have a film whose main goal is exploitation of uh, nudity and sex. Those things are both present in this movie, but it is a dark serial killer drama. This movie focuses on the disturbing mental state of its serial killer. Now, the serial killer is actually uh, played quite expertly by um, uh, uh, Simon Yam. He plays uh, the character named Lam Goryu, who is uh, sort of a, a very thinly veiled take on uh, a true serial killer in Hong Kong uh, who was arrested in 1982. His name was Lam Kor Wan. And uh, it, it's, again, the spelling and the pronunciation is very clear that it's it's supposed to be him. Uh, that doesn't mean that this is a biopic or a, a sort of true story. It was inspired by the true story of this taxi driver who killed four women. But this movie takes great liberties to to put us in the mind of Simon Yam's character. Uh, he does a great job of playing a serial killer. This is truly one of those roles that... Um, that is sort of not attained in a film like the joker which while i'd say joker walking phoenix does a great job the actual material of the script there's a, a level i'm gonna say it of pretension involved that prevents the acting and the character to really go that extra step to terrifying um i didn't find walking phoenix's joker in any way terrifying uh the world is ugly and all and, and his his reasoning seems justified etc that's not the case in dr lamb um dr lamb is uh simon yam's character being an outcast from a young age uh, a, a difficult poor family and then he gives into these base instincts that he has to kill women uh and do disturbing things to them sexually their bodies uh after doing so and we get lots of little hints here or there as to what sort of caused this, um, which I think in this day and age, we don't really need to be fully explained to us. Um, movies often do the, the, the serial killer has sexual dysfunction or erectile dysfunction or something of that nature. Well, that doesn't kill. I mean, that doesn't make most people a killer. Uh, irrelevant because Simon Yam's character is disturbing. He is stoic silent most of the time takes a great deal of physical abuse from police officers without uttering a word and then when he he ends up going into these uh 
reflections on his his murders he becomes a, a totally lost in them and we see him get more and more agitated to the point where he's reliving them physically in the room and he simon yam this is this is a sort of a lifetime achievement role uh, he becomes almost, you could almost make an argument that Dr. Lamb is a werewolf film, uh, not in that the killer turns into a, a wolf or a wolf man, but because he becomes very animalistic during his murder stints. And we get lots of smart, interesting visual cues in the movie as to when he's going to lose it, how he's going to lose it, what's going to trigger him. Um, he commits his, his murders in the rain and he light flashing, like uh, when he, he uh, like when we see in a flashback when he was a child and locked in a closet, he sees lights or neon lights from outside and they trigger sort of these feelings and, and violence and uh, his, his wild animal, uh, you know, out, outrageous actions. It's a lot of talk for what is essentially an actor playing a very disturbing, unpredictable, uh, inhuman character. And that what's, that's what really gets uh, to, to the center of that part. He is inhuman. We cannot understand what drives him. And uh, the inspector in the movie who, uh, who this killer has a premonition is going to be the one to catch him is played by Danny Lee, who also uh, co-directed the film along with uh, Billy Tang, uh, AKA Hing Chung Tang. Uh, again, my pronunciation is horrendous. I apologize in advance, uh, but this is, a good, this is a good sort of Silence of the Lambs film. Uh, I've heard it compared to Seven in a way, which I think is sort of silly because I think Seven is much more slick and unrealistic uh, as far as its visuals. This movie is uncomfortably realistic. It has a very neo-noir vibe. We see Hong Kong generally in the rain at night from a taxi uh, cab. And at the same time, we get um, Simon Yam dissecting um, to keep trophies uh, like a, a, a severed breast or, or um, labia, etc. Really disturbing imagery of these, I wouldn't even say of the murders. The murders are disturbing. He strangles his victims, but the actual um, mutilation afterward is where uh, it really gets the stomach turning. However, this is not a guinea pig film. This is not an American guinea pig film. It's not any of the gore films where that is the focus. The focus is truly on Simon Yam as a terrifying figure. Now, I'm going to put this out there. If you cannot handle uh, medical style gore, this is not going to be the film for you. And if you were very triggered by, um, I will say sexual violence, although there's no, there's no, rape of the living in this but there is necrophilia uh it, it goes with the territory of this particular killer inspired by this real life case it's a, a disturbing film but it is not a gore film it is much more effective in that it is presented in a, a realistic feeling way i'm not going to say it's realistic i don't know any serial killers and i'm okay with that uh, so i can't speak to the actual realism but it feels real some moments where it goes off the rails a little bit is in the very Hong Kong action movie style uh, beatings from the police. They're they're very operatic, over the top. Um, it doesn't mean they're not effective, but it does show you that it they did not stray away from the Hong Kong style in making this movie. 
Um, and by that, I mean over-exaggerated uh, swings, uh, lots of cops losing their cool and becoming wild men. Um, from my understanding, from those I know, uh, Hong Kong, uh, much like Japan, police do presumably beat captives to get confessions. Um, I'm sure it's true in other parts of the world as well, including the United States. Uh, but that is definitely present in this. And so you have this weird vibe about the police. They don't feel necessarily like good people um though they certainly don't feel like uh extreme <laughs> terrors like simon yam's killer um but it, it overall this sort of hong kong visual style combined with simon yam's chilling performance the animalistic rages um the the disturbing medical and sexual violence this is really a powerhouse of a movie it is it is known for a reason, and I think a lot of people pick it up uh, thinking that they're going to get some some cheap titillation and gore and are left pretty stunned and unnerved because it is a very powerful movie and it's not going to titillate you. It's going to disturb you. Uh, so is it worth watching? Certainly. If you can tolerate the things that I described it as, this film is one, especially if you are a fan of Hong Kong uh, cinema, that you really need to see. Great news is that this new unearthed transfer is fantastic looking. Um, the Blu-ray is a brand new 2K transfer of the uncut film. Now, unlike, say, the uncut film of Tokyo Decadence, um, the, the unearthed cut of that is actually the international cut. It is not the uncut version for Tokyo Decadence. That film, what is cut is very sexually explicit uh you know land you an x-rating insertion things of that nature dr lamb there is it is not that uh like i said it's a category three film it won't go farther than that um and we're probably left with a film that's the better for it because all of that would detract from how really upsetting the depiction on screen is um we get some uh, bodies being cut up for disposal with saws in very gruesome scenes i'm also going to throw it out there that if anybody really likes hong kong horror or, or these wild films especially from the 80s even though this is from the 90s um, they may be familiar with the fact that a lot of them unfortunately can include animal cruelty we don't get that in this which is nice um uh, so if that's if that's a no for you as it is for me it's really nice that this film does not have that so check this out if it's within your stomach tolerance that's a lot to of that's a lot of way to say very little about the actual content of this movie story-wise um but i do think that if you watch it you will be chilled and simon yam will be uh, sort of the go-to for excellent performances as inhuman characters Okay, so that's a brand new release of a classic film from unearth that i urge people to check out the next film is from 2019 and i can honestly say i've never seen anything quite like it uh it is called the old man the movie there is uh there are several films and series actually called the old man this is uh an estonian stop-motion animated film um there there were some pre-existing shorts done by the filmmakers uh directors oscar lehema and mick magi or or magi i again terrible pronunciation i do not 
know at all how to say their name. So apologies, because you deserve to have your name spoken uh, correctly, because this movie is bonkers, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, it is... Uh, it's a comic, farcical, disgusting, off-the-rails animated comedy feature. It's like a kid's film, but at the same time, it has adult content. Sort of like, I've heard it uh, compared to South Park a lot, and it has that, but South Park leans heavily on satire. This one has some satire, but it also just has bonkers, insane, gross um, slapstick moments, uh, lots of poop, um, flatulence, but it also has great comic timing. Something that is sorely missed um, for American audiences when looking at a lot of comedies from other countries is that the, the comedic elements don't mesh with us. Um, you know, the, the famous example in cinema is, of course, uh, something like Jerry Lee Lewis's slapstick comedy uh, being super popular in France and waning in popularity at the end of his career here in the States. Uh, and that sort of shows how something can be really funny somewhere and it's not funny here in the States or in the West. This movie understands Western humor. And I guess, uh, in my limited experience, Estonian humor, uh, it, it just works. There are moments of really clever um, characters sliding into frame in silence and doing something funny. There's um, physical comedy done. Um, there's uh, lampooning of things like uh, destination uh, hipster and hippie concerts. Um, there's uh, lots of jokes at the expense of sort of the rural class, but also the, the, the urban class. Uh, and at the same time, no one is left in this way. It's like South Park. No group is left unlampooned. Uh, everyone is up for uh, comedic uh, analysis. And this movie, I'm just going to list some of the things that it has. Um, the plot starts with um, three kids, an older sister, a middle brother, and a younger brother who has a, an aptitude for machines and building robots that uh, always have a little bit of wonky failings in the end. They don't quite work right. Uh, and the grandfather. Uh, these three kids are sent from the city to the country by their parents to spend the summer with their grandfather. Their grandfather is a milkman. He milks his singular, singular only cow and provides the small village with milk, of which they uh, seek it out like zombies in a in a fifties film seek brains. Right? They are they are very milk oriented, and. Uh, their grandfather, the old man of the title, is kind of dumb, uh, clumsy, uh, doesn't think animals have feeling, very cruel with his cow. The kids are of differing levels of uh, acceptance of this. The older sister is pretty uh, harsh and willing to let anybody be a joke at, at their expense so long as it's not her. The middle child is the feeling, caring one who, who feels bad for the cow's treatment. And the youngest one is an idiot savant, very stupid and wild, um, laughs and joins in on anything, but also can build amazing machines. This is all comes to play in the movie, but there's so many characters and elements that pop in that you can have that understanding of the plot, these three kids going to stay with their grandfather in the country and learning to um, like the country. 
and not understand the plot at all because the plot also involves the fact that there is a man called old milker who was the previous milkman of the town whose cow wandered off uh got so distended with milk that it exploded in a mushroom cloud and uh killed the cow destroyed the town and caused old milker to become uh more milk than man he has buttermilk flowing through his veins well because of this he thinks cows are evil and so he sets off to kill uh grandpa's cow uh the cow is running away and the kids and grandpa have to get to the cow before uh old milker this movie just goes from weird to undescribably weird um it, the humor works but at the same time the plot points that happen are completely unexpected time and again there is a tree god that likes to have car sex there is um, a, a giant milk uh cow robot a huge wildlife eating bear there is uh there are out of work and uh limb uh, missing woodsmen in in look for, in searching for a job um there is a drunkard who just wants milk and is willing to drink spoiled milk i mean just wild it's all over the place it's equal parts um a laika production like paranorman or Coraline. and uh, also it's sort of like if you spilled a bottle of um acetone on an Ardman production you know like a, a, a wallace and gromit or sean the sheep you know everything's a little ugly as well like it's really well animated and the design is clearly intentional but everything is wet and chunky and weird and gross um and yet it's still charming and the characters are engaging and the ending has a with like a man cow is just the weirdest thing that i did not expect and i love that these filmmakers subverted expectations at every turn by giving you sort of the outcome you were expecting but refusing to give it to you in the way you expected it to to happen uh to give much more away would just detract from what i i, I think should be an experience for everyone um I know a lot of people who have since seen this film and love it and some who are like i didn't get it i didn't think it was funny i thought it was hilarious uh, i think if you like weird animation you're gonna love it if you like uh insane humor and total dolly-esque um switches in reality you're going to enjoy it if you like uh sort of late 80s early 90s estonian power metal you're going to love one scene in particular which was pretty great and uh and the film if you're an english speaker who is concerned with subtitles in foreign films uh unearth's film is completely in english uh, I, I think the original might also be in english i'm not sure so except for the songs which you don't need to to understand the language it's super great they're super great uh this is an english dub of the film and so you can enjoy it as easily as you would enjoy the new episode of uh south park or rick and morty and there is a bit of rick and morty-ness in this as well in the really cynical humor that occasionally pops up but there are also sweet moments uh you'll love cows you will never want to drink milk again if you're like me because that it looks chunky and uh you'll really like the I don't even the journey it is a journey film and you're going to enjoy it 
please watch The Old Man, the movie from 2019. Uh, you can get this movie as well as um, all the unearthed films that we've discussed on the pod in the past and uh, Dr. Lamb from 1982 from Unearthed Films uh, via their website. You can also find it at select distributor or select retail stores rather, but I urge you just pick it up right from Unearthed Films, unearthedfilms.com. You can go check it out. They have a lot of cool stuff there. They're always putting out new uh, movies and I really appreciate that they have this uh, current Unearthed Classics line where we get things like Tokyo Decadence and Dr. Lamb and the new um film lines like unearthed animation that has brought us the old man the movie and um unearthed extreme movies where we get these some of these obscure gore films that are coming out and just other films they really unearthed films is not afraid to expand their repertoire so while they tend to deal with these extreme film varieties uh, that that have this limited but very strong audience of which uh, i think many of us are they also reach out and pick up great projects like um, The Old Man, the movie. And uh, in the past, they released Rock and Rule, which you know we love here at Colton Classic Podcast. So check this out. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode of Colton Classic Podcast. Next week, we will be back with a brand new uh, pairing of films, both cult and mainstream together, thematically linked as always. Thanks for listening to me babble. I hope that you get some new film insights every time you listen to Colton Classic Podcast. And I want to urge you guys to go to coltonclassicfilms.com, click on the newsletters link and give us your email. Sign up for our newsletter. It is not uh, launched yet, but if we have your email, as soon as we launch it later this year, you will get all of the inside news because we have awesome big things coming out for Colton Classic uh, Films, which is the new banner for Colton Classic Podcast. So I hope you guys join us on this journey. Continue to listen, rate us all the stars wherever you get your podcasts and recommend us to friends. Uh, like us on social media. We are at Colton Classic Podcast at gmail.com on facebook.com slash Colton Classic Podcast. And check out uh, some of our back episodes uh in video form you can see our smiling faces on colton classic podcast on youtube.com and we will have our entire uh back catalog of episodes available on video there as well in the near future so thank you so much for listening to play us out as always is the chud with all about evil and thank you thank you thank you to unearthed films can't wait to see what you come up with next <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Colton Classic Podcast. This podcast is important to me. What's more important are the rights, privileges, and freedom from violence of everyone in this country and in this world. And that means supporting Black Lives Matter. If you'd like to make a donation, please go ahead and visit coltonclassicpodcast.com where we have a list of places you can donate and help out. And please stay safe.